Just like the Great Salt Lake, I'm salty AF, baby. If life is a circus, then this dancing bear is in the center ring. Hello! I'm Hunter Harden. And I'm Papa the Bear. And, and welcome, welcome to the Real House Bears. Bear, I know what you need from me, but I just don't have the energy to say podcast to you today. <laughs> so I'm going to need you to deal with it. Uh, I heard that gone, Wow, Mary. Yeah. Wow. Deal with it. You deal with it. <laughs> How dare you speak to it, me that way? Well, I just saw on the socials today that Heather and Whitney are dealing with it. What are they dealing with? So filming season three already, which can you believe that they're already filming season three? That's insane. <sighs> it is insane. We, I mean, they just filmed the reunion like yesterday. That is ridiculous. But today they were caught... Someone caught them f literally filming for the show at Mary's church. What are those girls doing? Well, the church supposedly has been, like, boarded up and closed down. She's getting all of her money on online now. I'm not, I mean, <laughs> I don't know what she's doing. I don't know if she lost her, you know, her congregation after they saw what a monster she was. I wonder if people, like, started asking her questions or something, or people started saying how they felt about her. And she's like, nope. Boarding it up. Yeah, <laughs> no church for anybody. Right? That's why I don't trust human beings. But I mean, there's been so much. I mean, even recently, there's been an interview with Mary's own mother. I don't trust human beings. Mm hmm. I, I haven't, I've only got to, to watch, watch a few clips of it, but like Mary's mom is saying that Mary is a victim here, that Robert Sr. is to blame for all this. He yeah. does, he's not as strong as me. Hey, if being a victim means that you might have to sleep with an old guy maybe once. Don't even have to sleep with them. But then you can get all of these empires and all this money afterwards right. and be praised afterwards for it. Hell yeah. Being a first lady, you lead by example. I mean, they don't sleep in the same bed. They don't even sleep in the same bed Victimize me, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I feel like it's probably quite a two-way street there. I'm sure that he controlled the money and she's like, let me get on on that money. Have you seen her closet? My goodness, right, of right. course she got that money. Yeah. <laughs> and those homes. Multiple homes. She doesn't know how many she has, but no. which one was her favorite? The Vegas home. This is one of my favorite homes. Oh. Mm. Okay. <laughs> okay. It has not been a great week for Janine Wynn. I'm, I'm pissed. I'm afraid to speak on it because I don't want to get kicked off of the Real House Bears. <laughs> well, if I can be selfish for a moment, I'm really disappointed that we can't use her um, promo anymore. anymore. Yeah. And but, plus, because I really like the way she said it, too. And so, I, know, I love And, uh, you know, we only have the two others. Whitney uh, hasn't sent us hers yet, and we never got one uh, from promise from Meredith or Lisa. Yeah. So now we're down to our Heather and Jen's uh, promos, which are great, which I love them. Jen's still here. Oh, wait, I thought she was in Rikers Island. Uh, but maybe we should add our own. I hate being Hi, bad. I'm Hunter Harden, and you're listening to <laughs> The Real House Bears Podcast. So if you have been living under a rock for the past week, Jenny, some old Facebook posts. Not even Jenny's. that old. I, I mean, like a few. A few years. A few years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Posted, you know, about some anti-Black Lives Matters memes mm -hmm. and some... Uh, disrespectful George F George Floyd memes. It blows my mind that people that have been 
you know, have been on that side of racism a lot because of their ethnicity. Like Jenny has, she's been on that part where she's, she's judged before people even meet her because of her ethnicity. And she's going to not be a part of Black Lives Matter because there's obvious racism there. It just blows my mind that there's certain people out there that aren't for it. Like, I don't even get that. Well, according to the apology that she uh, put on her social media, she thought that she was speaking out against violence, not speaking out against rights for... Uh, I don't know. know. I thought I saw something that... that, she said that Floyd was on drugs and that's why he died. Right. You can't right. say stuff like that. Right. Right. You can't say anything like that. It's it's not right. It just blows my mind. I agree. How people... It's it's very it's not not even someone who's been a subject of racism. Just any affluent person who has, you know, a career that's worth protecting and having a family worth protecting and to be uh you know, she, before she was a housewife, she was still had lots of businesses Mm -hmm. and associated with all of those businesses. I don't understand how you can be so careless with your words and your posts. It's it's insane. It's that insane to me. It's people feel so entitled from being on social media for so long these years of being able to hide behind their their keyboard. Now they can't. No. Well, most people, trolls can, but most yeah, people... Yeah, but that, not if you're going to be on TV. If you're going to be on TV, why are you... I mean, let's maybe Fox News. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, for, sorry, for, sorry to our listeners. If I, I know, I don't want to get political. <laughs> it's too messy. Um, you know, and one thing I would like to kind of throw out there, and I'm not even sure how I feel about it, so I'm not choosing, making an opinion, but, you know, once, like, Stassi and Kristen were all fired from Vanderpump Rules... Andy Cohen himself mentioned on Radio Andy how maybe he was a little bit regretful of firing them so hastily and maybe following their story of learning a lesson and maybe redeeming themselves and growing and teaching viewers who, you know, are thought similarly to maybe also grow and learn from this experience and become better people. Whatever they're saying, face it. Yeah, I think people think that cancel culture might make people like that get, it's like a, a big enough um, like punishment for them to get canceled, so maybe then they're going to learn about it and be right. more respectful. Um, so uh, again, I don't know how I feel about it, because if you keep someone on the show, you feel like you're almost rewarding them with a salary for some bad behavior. I, and I, also you risk losing a massive listenership yeah. Because people, and you know, we're also in a time where you just simply can't make racist remarks and not have some sort of repercussions from it. Yeah, there's freedom of speech, but you can't just... Freedom of speech doesn't mean you can't say and do whatever you want without being, you know, having some sort of punishment for bad decisions. And we're seeing it so... Like, I saw that article or whatever about the, the airplanes, the flights and stuff, of how many fights and kicks-offs and cancellations of flights and people getting banned just this year. I'm totally shocked right now. Yeah, when uh, do people decide that they can just start acting like maniacs? That one flight got <laughs> turned around going to London. Yeah, it's Because insane. somebody didn't want to wear their mask. 
So again, I kind of see value in maybe uh, with the right person saying, you know what, I think this person might have made a mistake. Let's follow their journey and watch them become a better person. And we can all learn from what they've learned. I, there is value in that. But it really, uh, how I do think, you determine who it is? Yeah, I think it's it's very depending on the person and the show. Yeah, like, I because mean, Because The Real Housewives isn't really that much about it. Yeah, I mean, Ginny made flat out racist comments. Mm-hmm. Stassi and Kristen didn't make a racist comment, but they made a horrible decision that could very be easily translated into a racist action. <laughs> I am the devil. And don't you forget it. Oh, yeah. So how do you determine who is worth giving that second chance? How do you determine I guess, who is actually going to show growth? I guess if you've lived through cancel culture, you are the only ones that are showing growth. Right. <laughs> I mean, right. Um, but it's, it's, it's... I mean, it's, it might have been value. You know, Stasi went through, like, training. So there might have been value watching her go through, like, training and learning about systemic racism mm-hmm. and how that affects you know, people of color and, uh, you know, how we can mold the decisions that we make and the actions that we take, there might be a value in that. But then again, how do you determine that, for example, Stasi is going to grow and learn mm-hmm. and Jenny's not? Yeah. It's unfortunate for Jenny, but again, you, know, you, you just gotta... can't be racist now and get away with it. Yeah, educate yourselves. That's the best thing I could say to anybody. My mom recently found out that one of our nieces and nephews on my sister's side, I don't know, he came out as non-binary and he also came out as being atheist. Okay. Um, And my mom called me and she wasn't so worried about the non-binary thing, which I thought she would be. She was just more worried about the atheist thing. And the best thing I told her to do, I'm like, don't grill them with questions, but educate yourself and then go and ask questions. Yeah. And just don't attack. Just try to learn and just try to be on the same page as them. It doesn't mean you have to accept it and think that it's right, but it's definitely letting that person that is obviously feeling like even religion couldn't help him. Right. He doesn't even want to be named anything. He doesn't yeah. even want a name. Oh, that's bizarre. Yeah, it's very, well, not bizarre. It's not bizarre, but no. It's, it's unfamiliar to me. It's unfamiliar. And that's what I said. I was like, well, I've never personally dealt with this. So I told my mom, I was like, educate yourself, Google things, research, and then go to him, they, I don't know. Them. Them. And, and educate yourself. It's not going to hurt to learn something about somebody. For sure. Especially when it's somebody you care about. Right. And also, I told my mom, I'm like, Mom, why are you also getting involved in this? I'm like, you haven't <laughs> even seen this kid in years. I've never even met him. <laughs> right. So anyways, but I, um, yeah, educate yourself. If you're unsure or don't understand something, don't just go straight to your impulse of like, I don't understand it, so I, I don't like it. post something about it. Yeah. yeah. Educate yourself. I learned to listen and understand people a long time ago. Uh, that, Learn yeah. about it. <clears throat> now, uh, you know, I was talking about my work housewives chat group. Mm-hmm. And somebody in my chat group considered that maybe Bravo knew about those posts before they hired Jenny and required her to delete that Facebook account, and that's why the account was deleted. What? Yeah. That's. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I thought that was juicy. I thought I, that it, was juicy. it is juicy, but I do think that she had maybe I mean, a, how, a hint of maybe being on the show and she deleted it. Yeah, I mean, if there was any question that she was going to get hired for the show, also, certainly. And if she deleted it, she knows it was something wrong. Right. You know? Yeah, I mean, if there was any hint that, that she was going to be cast, certainly they checked every... They did a thorough search yeah. of her background and her social media and all that kind of stuff. 
Sorry, sorry, Jen, but we're not gonna have any sleepovers with you, Jenny. Are you serious right now? Nope, 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 nope. I wonder if Meredith was sorry for constantly disengaging at this sleepover. She's disengaging, so I'm gonna let her disengage. <laughs> you just couldn't let me have one by myself. <laughs> no, I thought, that, I thought we partnered on oh, that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought that was. <laughs> I thought like, you were one upping I me. I thought we were like volleying. Oh, no. No. Because <laughs> I don't do it normally. <laughs> Well, good on you for a great transition. Thank, Thank you. you. I yeah. did really good on I that. I thought that was great teamwork. We're all on the same team and page. Oh, I did want to ask, has everybody seen Scream yet? <laughs> oh my gosh, it was so good. I all know. you Scream fans out there, all the fa all the kids that are like in their 30s-ish, like me, who grew up with that as kids, you're just like, Scream was like your horror movie for your genre, for your generation. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm wearing my Scream shirt today. So we definitely have to, like, you know, sorry, sorry, but we're going to have to have some sleepovers and watch Scream. <laughs> I was like, why is he pulling Scream up after we've already got into the episode? I wanted to have my own, my own segue again. Are you, like, okay? Are you, like, mentally okay? <laughs> Let's just do a whole episode of segues. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, this is really creepy. This whole thing is creepy. What are we even talking about? Uh, so, this week's episode, if you didn't catch, was Sorries and Sleepovers. <laughs> we had three full transitions, so if you didn't get it, you need to wake up. I genuinely would give anything right now to wake up for you grabbing my boobs. Wake up, y'all. Welcome to the Real House Bears, home of the Segways. <laughs> We can find 18 ways to use sorry or sleepover in a sentence. <laughs> or even and. <laughs> oh, and. my goodness. So, I mean, literally, the episode starts off with Meredith disengaging. Yeah, she's not... She's she's over it. She, Meredith she's lost 100 pounds in this episode just from all the times that she walked between the table and inside the house. I was very surprised how many times she came back. I mean, she was running laps, practically. But, I mean, she had a lot to say back to everybody, but she didn't want to get attacked by everybody all at once. Well, you know, I've been in an argument where I'm like, I can't take this argument. I can't take you. I'm walking away. But then as I'm walking away the other person keeps saying crap that I can't not respond to. Yeah. Who's calling who a frog? Or you start walking away and you think of something really good to come back at you. Like, <laughs> you all turn around and you're like, <laughs> And Meredith has some pretty good one-liners. Oh, yeah. She has some pretty good one-liners. I, I love it later when she's like, I'm going to call the CIA while I'm at it. <laughs> <laughs> so Jen, has, Jen Shaw has never done anything to Meredith or her family. Everyone there knows it. Mm -hmm. You all know it. And there, no one says a word. <laughs> well, I mean, where's that investigator? Can we have that investigator? Because he's 90% sure. Well, we all know for a fact that Jen has, you know, at, at the very least, liked inappropriate posts yeah. towards Brooks. Did I like and repost stuff that was funny? Yeah, nothing mean. And um, there has been a history of bad behavior between Jen and Meredith. So it's not her like... history's a little sketchy. So I wouldn't be like, if Jen said that to me, I wouldn't be like, yeah, Jen, you've never done anything to <laughs> Meredith, you know? <laughs> oh, man. When Meredith, at that one point, just, like, sneaks her head out, she just starts laughing, mocking at Jen. I'm just like, ooh, no. Well, she's right there inside the door listening and responding. Yeah. Why did you even go inside if you're going to keep responding? Well, she can't help it. I mean, this has been... Are we on, like, the third episode of this 
attention it, now. It feels like it. It's uh, but either I think the it's second, the, the second one. I think it's the second from the van and the dinner and now this. Is this only still? Because only... it was this dinner is the first night. Yeah, this has been. <laughs> no, there, there was. I think the dinner night the before wasn't there. Let's see here. Whole trip started with the van ride from hell, which Meredith and Mary conveniently missed once again, which led to the dinner table of horrors, which then led to a beautiful display of storming outs and storming backs. Yeah, one and because a half episodes. Because later, later on in the episode, when Jen is talking to Lisa or Meredith, Jen says, "Have we only been here one day?" Yes. Oh yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm ex- I'm not kidding you. It's stressing me out. It's hard. It's I, exhausting. I, it was nice to have a nice break at the end. Salt Lake City is bonkers. This is complete insanity. I mean, there, we have already lost another housewife. It's in who, I mean, people were writing off Salt Lake City in the beginning, but holy cow, it's the most. I never thought it could be this juicy. It's insane. So Meredith comes right back outside. She's like, I'm trying to be kind, but you keep going, Jen Shaw. Jennifer Shaw. <laughs> Jennifer Elizabeth Shaw. But Jen just doesn't understand why did Meredith hire a private investigator? So Meredith sums it up. She's like, I didn't hire an investigator on you. It's just that the private investigator said it could likely be you. I'm not saying it was you. I didn't say you did it. I don't know if you did it. But 90%, I'm sure it was you. <laughs> right. That's basically what she said. And now Jen is going to attack Jenny because she doesn't have anything for Meredith right now. But, but know, she's still hyped up. <laughs> but didn't we talk about this in the last week's episode where we talked about how there was a lot of allusion, you know, alluding oh, yeah. to saying that Meredith called a PI on Jen Shaw. Yeah. And I and I feel bad because Jenny's getting the brunt of all this just because she said it to Jenny. Or to... Jen. Jenny said it to Jen. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's not easy. It's no. not easy. I've been doing a lot too. But I really thought, thought we'd already cleared this up in the last episode. I don't know why we're no. still... I thought Jenny no. explained it to Jen in the last episode on the bus. It, well, obviously, it didn't stick because Lisa and Jen were um, fighting. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, it just came all right back up. But on the bus last week, Jenny said... They cleared it up that Meredith had not specifically called a PI on Jen Shaw. And now we're having practically the same conversation. Well, either way, Jen's pissed and somebody has to pay for it. And well, Jenny's in the way. And well, and Jen feels like a total fool because she's mm-hmm. been yelling at Meredith nonstop for something that she believed mm-hmm. to be true because of what she got from Jenny. And Jenny's like, maybe you're just not understanding the way that I was telling you. Throughout this episode, you could so blatantly see how Meredith... Doesn't have any interest in being friends with any of these women. But Lisa is desperate for Meredith's love. And Jen is desperate for Meredith to be her friend. Well, I think it's really that Jen just doesn't want to be in Meredith's hot seat anymore. Right now. I feel like, you know, we've said it several times. She's already made her apologies to Brooks. She's made her apologies to Meredith. But apparently there's a lot more. No, Jennifer, there's something else. I have one more issue we have not discussed. Yeah. So, but not, Jen doesn't looking... know that. Yeah. But Jen doesn't know either what she's done and hasn't been ca- and has been caught for, or <laughs> what she hasn't done and is being blamed for. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's fair. But um, Jen Shaw's feeling like a fool, and Meredith is actually being pretty kind to her. And she's Meredith's like, first, just stop yelling. Yeah, let's just calm down. <laughs> just stop yelling. And Jen's like, I don't understand why there's still so much baggage. And Meredith's like, well, because there's a lot more that I haven't brought up. 
Yeah, and I don't want to be, you know, mean in front of everyone. Yeah, but what Whitney thinks hasn't been brought up, which Meredith is clearly afraid to say on camera, but Whitney's not, is that the man that Meredith dated when she was separated from Seth hooked up with Jen Shaw. Mm -hmm. I hope Sharif ain't watching this episode. Listen. But, you know... Sharif is on the road nonstop. Maybe they have a relationship where they can do these things. I don't know. You know I want me some young tenders. I'm not adding anything to Jen's plate right now. Yeah, yeah. Because that Uber ride that we sent her off on, mm -hmm. she got off on halfway through. Yeah. And we don't know what happened at that intersection. I'm not saying anything. I don't want to put anything else on Jen's plate right now. <laughs> <laughs> but you're just going to sit there and drop a lot of hints, Meredith. Meredith is like the queen of just like skimming over the questions she doesn't want to answer. <laughs> Listen, I don't even know that she did it. I'm just 90% sure maybe she did it. <laughs> I'm just joking. So that's just a really weird uh, situation uh, that, again, Whitney was free to talk about on TV, but Meredith was holding back. But you know, they can't really get a straight answer if that's really what it was. Well, the flashback to Vale with Whitney and Meredith, and Meredith is talking about, you know, Jen, and she says she's done some questionable things to get dirt on everybody. What does that mean? Does that mean that she screwed Meredith's ex to get more information about Meredith? I'm, I wrote, did she screw everybody's exes to get more information about people? Is she finding everybody's exes? Maybe. <laughs> She's like, what's up? <laughs> like that hot guy that Heather Gay hooked up with in the first season at, oh, at the party. Yes. <laughs> well, I don't know what she does, but I like it. <laughs> Whitney's oh ex-husband. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know who I don't know if Lisa has. I don't ex. know, but if if that was true and Jen did do that, that is savage. That's research. That is doing your research, and that is savage <laughs> AF. <laughs> well, Meredith is not going to be give her any deeds. No. She is not, and you know that drives Whitney crazy. <laughs> but Whitney says that Meredith not being on the van makes it look like she had something to do with Jen Shaw's indictment. The fact that you were not on the van today and you were not on the van in Vail, it looks like you may have had something to do with the fact that Jen was indicted. Meredith loses it here. She's like, I mean, I never believed in this plot to Meta. begin with in, in the first place, but it's been fun. This journey's been fun. But Meredith, now that she's hearing it, she is so offended. She is shook. <sighs> She's Shaw shook. <laughs> She's shocked, shook, and Shazam. <laughs> These are not her friends. She is out. What a joke. Go call the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> and Whitney tries to reason with her, but Whitney's not really making any sense of like the way that she's trying to reframe it to Meredith. Plus, everyone now Mary has joined in, so now Meredith and Whitney are. Have you yelling noticed how many times Mary's Mary there? just walks into other people's conversations when Meredith? Is oh there. yeah, but you know Mary has not been indulging in much conflict for the past episode. She's too, been which... strangely odd. This unless you're Jenny Wynn. But otherwise, Mary has been on pretty decent behavior. She really has. <laughs> but why is it so hard for Whitney and the rest of the cast to understand why Meredith wasn't on the bus? She just didn't want to be uncomfortable and locked on a van with these crazy people for five hours. <laughs> it's not rocket science. Yeah. And to say that you faked a memorial for your dead father, that is beyond... Off, that's off limits. And yeah. that's so insulting. 
Again, what I... What kind of... What kind of lie is that? <laughs> I know. And then Whitney's like, no, we didn't say that you did, but we were saying, well, if she did, then that would be fucked up. I know. I'm like, Whitney, shut up. Like... That doesn't make sense. <laughs> you're not doing very good right now. <laughs> well, back outside, Jen doesn't feel like Lisa has had her back. And Lisa is finally able to express to Jen, like, listen, you don't understand. Meredith and I have not been in a good place. And it's because of my friendship with you. We finally... But she doesn't even say because my friendship with you. It's because she wasn't a good friend in certain situations or something right, right. like that. She doesn't flat out say it's because I'm friends with you, Jen. But Which we are very surprised by that because I don't think Jen knows that. I feel like there was some alluding to it. I feel like the point was getting across. Okay. Maybe I. I don't think maybe so. I am. I don't that think so. It. But um, immediately, well, she's obviously hurt. Lisa is by Meredith. It's just, ugh, I hate seeing Lisa so sad. Well, if Jen does a real quick flip. <laughs> Jen's like, Lisa, you haven't been a good friend to me because the way that you uh, pre- uh, prefer Meredith. And then Lisa's like, yeah, but Meredith and I aren't fighting. And then because Meredith thinks I haven't been a good friend to her. And then Jen starts getting on team Lisa. Well, has Meredith been a good friend to you, Lisa? Say it. <laughs> Keep crying, but say it. Was she say yes or no? Like, I just literally... Stop! Just say yes or no! She just, it's like so mean. She's just like, yes or no, Lisa, say it. First I'm mad at you, Lisa, for not being my friend. Now I'm mad at Meredith for not being your friend. <laughs> Heather Gay right now? She's just sitting back, watching all this, eating her food. Like, I do not want to be in this mess. She knows the trick. I mean, that was, like, it's awesome to watch, but when we have to write about it and, like, focus on the details, it's it's exhausting. <laughs> have you ever seen a housewife as successfully as Heather stay out of the drama but stay relevant on the show? Heather's center, center snowflake. Yeah, yet she's not really part of any conflict. I mean, I thought we were going to get some Heather and Lisa conflicts this, this season. I really did. And we only have, like, two episodes left. Yeah, I mean... Um, Heather has really not been involved. But in- she's been in it. Oh, yeah. She's been in all of this. She's been the most cut to housewife. She's like the narrator. Oh, yeah. She's her, she's the lone Greek chorus. Oh, it's perfect. Yeah. uh, She's like the two old men judging the movies from the, from Jim Henson. You can't have Salt Lake City Housewives without Heather Gay. You can't. She's the perfect narrator for everything that's going on because she's saying the things that we're feeling. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) And she's eating the things that we eat, like sugar babies. Right. I'm a modest woman. So um, Meredith comes back outside with Whitney and explains to the rest of the group, please get it through your thick heads, that the reason why I haven't been on the van is because everyone is at my throat. Yeah. Have you guys not seen this night? (laughs) Like, I don't have any information to give the FBI at all. So let this whole crazy nonsense go. And I would not feed information on somebody. I don't have information to feed. And everybody's just like, well, I don't know what else to be mad at now. (laughs) Well, Jen could be mad that three quarters of her fingernails are missing. (gasps) Oh, you mean Lisa? Both of them. Jen Shaw's missing almost all of her. Oh, yeah, I saw. Jen Shaw, she's missing whole nails. (laughs) I mean, on one hand, I think she has like only three nails. Yeah, Lisa just lost the one. It's It's hard. To wear nails. I've tried Especially it. Especially when she's been drinking since before they got there. I mean, trying to just hold things. 
with those giant nails, and not to mention that Jen Shaw is so short, her fingernails are about as long as she is tall. And you know what? You really have to have, like, when you're doing nails, you really have to have, like, starter nails. Don't start off with the claw nails, because that's what I did, like... My sisters found like a whole bunch of them in like a dumpster from this company that went out of I'll business. Press on nails. Press on nails. And I filed all to a point. I almost stabbed my eye out like 16 times trying to hit my face. So. I would say and so. And then I went jumping on the trampoline. Girl, that was not a, a good idea That's... because they all came off hard. That doesn't really <laughs> sound like a good idea. But it was <clears> fun <throat> to jump around with my hands in the air going, <clears throat> and like be like a tiger. Oh my gosh. And like scratch my friends and stuff. But yeah, it didn't end very well. I almost ripped my nails off. Oh my God. My real nails. Gross. Now everyone is saying again that no one actually said that Meredith hired a private investigator against Jen Shaw. It's all very muddy. It's, but we all know what we heard and what everybody was leading to. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> everybody was making up these huge plots to make it yeah. look like it was some kind of John Grissom novel I mean, or when they were in Vail, they were doing everything but flat out saying Meredith hired a private <laughs> investigator specifically <laughs> to investigate Jen Shaw. I think they could find Jennifer Shaw without my help. Well, because Meredith told everybody that she hired a private investigator against Shaw. She didn't I mean, say it to every, yeah. She didn't say she hired it for everybody. <laughs> so now Jen wants Ugh. Jenny to to apologize for screwing it up. I know. Oh, my God. Jenny, my God. Jenny, run. Just run from this table. And then Lisa's <laughs> like, Jen, just, we all said that we knew that Meredith knew more information. We didn't say that she hired a private investigator. Period. <laughs> so it looks like um, we're about ready to move past it because Jen gets to throw something at, at like Jenny's chair, but I think it hits Lisa. It says something like, here's for your friend Jenny. Like, yeah. like Jen is so childish. She's you just like, you know, you know, like in middle school when you're on a date and somebody shows somebody else more attention and you're just like, well, fine, you guys can go ahead and be friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, it is. It's very, it is yeah. very much like that. But Lisa, you know, she, she walks into falls her in. Like, Lisa cannot handle anyone having conflict with her. Mm -hmm. But, Luckily, she goes in there and she's like, all right, I'm not, I'm not going to do this. And I love it how she's like, I'm not going to follow you. And Jen turns around, good, I didn't want you to follow me. <laughs> I'm like, that is such kid stuff. But you know, um, Lisa did this a few weeks ago with Meredith. She followed Meredith then. They were yeah. fighting and she's like, no. No, I'm not doing it. So Lisa's learning. She's growing. She's, she is growing. She's like this podcast. <laughs> oh, goodness. We learn. We grow. We explore. We experience. But yes. most of all... We learn new things about ourselves. Oh my gosh. Shut up. <laughs> shut up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so Meredith, instead of calling her husband, calls her son. Okay, I I love this part. I do love this part because I wish my mom was more that way to me. But I think because I'm the youngest of the family, I'm still the baby. But if my mom called me with issues she was having in her daily life, that would I wouldn't be happy about it, but I'd be so honored that she's looking to me for answers or for some kind of relief well you know my mom is uh widowed so she does do that with me sometimes because she doesn't have anyone else to do that with but i if if she were married and she couldn't have these conversations she would be wouldn't be talking with her spouse i would well, be who knows what seth is doing yeah well i think that um brooks even mentions later on in the phone call that glad that we dad doesn't know about this so that his trip isn't tarnished mm -hmm. the trip that he got you was tarnished no, i have nothing bad to say about this it actually made me feel really good that brooks was her soundboard perfect thank you so much 
Okay, I thought it was it weird. It made me that feel she, great. I thought it was weird, especially when she, when she started off the conversation like something like, you wouldn't believe it, honey. I was uh, like, this is well, weird. It's her and son. I, yeah, I, I just thought it was strange that she oh, called okay. her son instead of her husband. Well, I guess that's what this podcast is all about. We have two different opinions. Are we about growing and <laughs> learning or are we about different opinions? Make up your mind. I'm add it. I, have to, I have to add it to the list. <laughs> Well, Brooks doesn't really care either way about Meredith, about any kind of accusations, because Jen is supposed allegedly defrauded all kinds of people. He's like, who cares? <laughs> and Seth doesn't need to know that this trip has been tarnished. Brooks even feels bad for the husbands. I mean, because uh, they got this trip for her, and they wa- they wanted them to have fun. I know, they're, and they're never going to find out <laughs> since that since Meredith didn't call him right there. Well, I mean. <laughs> Lisa is feeling in the middle of Jen and Meredith. She's been feeling that way all season long. They're all, like, questioning each other's loyalty and each other's friendship, and it's hard for her. Whitney is excited that Lisa and Heather are the ones to, that Lisa's, like, talking to Heather about it. She's like, oh, my God, Lisa and Heather are, like, friends. And she's trying to make team happen, and Whitney, you need to stop tra- trying to make well, team happen. <laughs> I think what Whitney was trying to say is... We're on the same side. Well, Heather and Lisa in particular, I think she was trying to say, oh, look... Heather and Lisa are finally on the same team, mm. whereas they've been on opposite teams all of season one mm-hmm. and, you know, probably a good portion of season two. So I think that's what she was trying to yeah. say. But, you, you know, Whitney shows the liquor on her face. And the way she talks. Yeah, she really, I think that she's eloquent when she's more sober, but when she gets... We learned that from season one. She's not the best speaker when she's drunk. Yeah. Especially she, about serious she, issues. She's not able to pick out the key words that are going to really convey what she's trying to say. Yeah. So um, I think, but Lisa's like, no, I don't want to be like two teams. I want to be all one big team. But that's what really Whitney was trying to say. Yeah, yeah. Look, we're, we're all No, I, I totally understood. But I'm like, Whitney, stop saying team. It's not happening. Because even when she leaves, she still keeps talking about, you know, team, like motherhood. Like, yeah. we have children. <laughs> Yeah, uh, not not the best use of our words. No. <laughs> um, Jen stops by Meredith's room, and Jen is kind of calm, mm-hmm. and she just wants to talk for a minute. So Meredith gets off the phone with Brooks, and Jen says, like, Meredith, I understand that you didn't call the FBI, but did you know what was going down that day? This is a nine-year investigation. Do you think I had anything to do with it? And she starts crying. Yeah. But again, how Meredith's like... <laughs> Why? What? Why? How? How? What? No, no, no. This is ridiculous. But um, it's a fascinating plot for a movie. <laughs> but Meredith is being really nice. She has real compassion for Jen. You know, they do have a history. They do have history. They did have a friendship. They started the show together. But you could tell Meredith obviously cares about people, whether yeah. she hates them or not. Where, like, 10 minutes ago, they were yelling in each other's faces, Mm -hmm. and now Meredith is hugging her. But Meredith has mentioned several times how much compassion she has for Jen. Yeah. This is another time where Mary decides she needs to be there during this talk. And Mary is pretending that she has emotions. (laughs) (laughs) Show respect. (laughs) She's like, stop, you guys are going to make me cry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
Uh, Meredith thinks in like four or five years, maybe Meredith will really forgive Jen. Maybe but to be honest, but to be honest, years. I think that's the most rational thing Mary has said. <laughs> I mean, they're hugging now. It could be even quicker. It no, could be quicker. no, no, no. It's going to take some time and some um, act, not just talk, but actions moved into that. Got I, to yeah. heal that relationship. True, true, true. Well, and who knows what's going to happen? Season three. Good lord. Man. Well, before we get to the next morning, let's take a little bit of a break. Yeah. We got some fun stuff to get into, finally. Hooray! But we got another tirade to talk about first. And we've got another Brooks Marks tracksuit. Well, we should have three more Brooks Marks tracksuits. Where's my Brooks Marks tracksuit? I want one of those tracksuits. I honestly, I wish he would send us one, even though we've dogged on it so much. I just kind of want one just to be like, hey, I got Brooks Marks. Oh, I would totally sport a Brooks Marks tracksuit. But should I make Hunter Harden tracksuits with the same exact (laughs) logos? Yes, you should. I have a sewing machine. Just give me the tracksuit, the blank piece, (laughs) and I'll sew those straps right on there. Well, let's go do that during the break. All right. Bye. Bye. Will you make sure she doesn't go home? And I'll see you in a few minutes in your gear. Hi, this is Jen Shaw from The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, and you're listening to The Real House Bears Podcast. Hello! We're back. We are back. Ready to rock and roll. And Meredith the next morning is back on a rampage. She comes out heated with sunglasses on and she's like, family's off limits. She is screaming. Oh, she's hyped up. So last night around 3 a.m., Lisa went into Meredith's room and told her that all, all of the women had feel that Meredith had lied about her father's memorial to escape the bus ride. I, Meredith probably did not get a wink of sleep all night, and she stewed, and as soon as she heard that people were up, she made her move, and she just started... So I wonder, it. is this a case of telephone where it was lost in translation? Why would Lisa even tell her that? Like, I am so confused. I'm so confused. Um, Is this another case of Lisa meddling? You know, she has a reputation of meddling behind the scenes. And then when she's on camera, like, oh, that's not what I was trying to say. That's not what I did. Well, I mean, later on, Lisa's like... Okay, this must be the way she sh- she could have found out. Because somebody said this on one day, I said this on another day, and then another day somebody said this, and I said this, that right. she pieced it together, and last night she came to that conclusion, because it wasn't me that said it. Which I'm just made like, no sense. Lisa, I'm like, this is such a crazy Scooby-Doo type of plan that you've got going, and it doesn't work. But you know, I, can, I really related to Meredith here, because if I go to bed mad, I wake up furious. That's what I'm saying. I don't think she really got any sleep and every time she woke up she just kept thinking about it. Oh, heck thinking. yeah. Because I don't think I've seen Meredith this mad. No. No. I mean, at one point she's like screaming as loud as she can. That is I mean, you could hear like it. Like throat damage. You could hear it <laughs> in Heather's bedroom and the doors closed. Oh my God. You could hear it in the background. Poor Heather and Whitney have spent half this vacation locked in a room to <laughs> <Tired>. escape. <laughs> so tired. But at least they lo- this time... They're locking themselves in the bathroom, now they're locking themselves but in the bedroom. But have you noticed? They both have learned from the experiences because now they bring food snacks. and water and yes. snacks to their location yes. so they could like bunker down for a couple of days if they have to. Yeah. <laughs> Which seems like they're going to have to. <laughs> because if I heard Meredith that early screaming up and down the hall... 
I would lock the door and I'd be like, I, I'm, it's way too early to get screamed at right now and I'm terrified. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and this is where Meredith's like, I'll call the CIA while I'm at it. Maybe I just need to go upstairs and call the CIA on somebody. I'm sorry, I'm busy. I can't talk. <laughs> that made me laugh. Lisa's trying to talk Meredith down, but Meredith is, like, again, at the top of her lungs. Oh, I didn't... I forgot. When Meredith was screaming at one point and she has her back turned to the foyer, you could see somebody running in the background. (laughs) And I didn't picture... I didn't see who it was. But I think it it probably was Whitney. (laughs) Scampering and scattering. She's like, her back's to me. Ah! Run, run, run. So now Lisa has to backtrack on everything that she said. Like, like, last, like you said, she maybe Meredith has conflated, which I was like, conflated. Do I know that word? <laughs> conflated. Combined. Okay, oh. new word. We, maybe it's on your word of the day uh, calendar. Oh yeah, I got a word of the day. I, I need did, to start bringing that up on I'm, this podcast. I'm embarrassed to say that I didn't know conflated, but nonetheless. Meredith conflating two different conversations doesn't really make sense. Mm-hmm. This is a f***ing joke. Because we didn't see it on the, on the show ourselves. No. When Mary brought Meredith that omelet, I felt exactly like Meredith. I was like, I would rather throw up than eat that omelet right now if I'm so stressed out. But it was another reason for Mary to come in there. Yeah. <laughs> and, and be in the way. And be in the way and just Le- stand there. And <laughs> Lisa's like, hey, Mary, can you please leave the room so that we can talk? And she just stands there hoping, I'm guessing, that Meredith is going to be like, no, she's my friend and she can be her if she wants to be. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then she's like, well, I'm glad you're you're doing better. So, hmm. Um, <laughs> are you, are you, did I hear, did you say something? No. Oh, okay. I thought you were telling me to stay. No. Okay. Well, I guess I'll just, I guess I'll just leave. Get out, Meredith. <laughs> <I know. laughs> I could have kept going and going. I know, I know. That's why. That's why I had to marry with you. But it's just—it was just ridiculous. And I'm like, Mary, just, just—I know you care about Meredith, but I know what you're doing deep down. Well, and plus, Meredith is the only person that Mary feels comfortable around. Well, yeah, but I also know that Mary knows that it pisses Lisa off that her—they're better friends, and I think that she's doing that underhandedly to her. You know, another thing that I learned is that I have always spelled omelet O M E L E T T E. Okay. But it comes up on spell check because, according to Google Docs, omelet in America is spelled O-M-E-L-E-T. God, you're so stupid. But I am not stupid. And it's I need, spelled E-T-T-E in British English. I have never seen it spelled O-M-E-L-E-T in my life. I don't know if I've ever seen it spelled the way you're doing it with two E's. I mean, no, two, two T's. Real, I've never seen it spelled without two T's and an E you, at the end. But then again, I'm not really thinking about online. I'm just reading it. <laughs> maybe, maybe I grew up in Britain in another life. You're, you're very British today, darling. Does Meredith have hostility towards Lisa? Yes! Meredith, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> because Lisa has been hostile towards Meredith. And she's I, like, I do love that after she says, you've been so hostile towards me. And Lisa goes, I am fuming mad right now. <laughs> but no, she's I, like, are you kidding me? But I do feel I do feel for Lisa here because Lisa has been kind of been the, I don't know, beaten down by Meredith because she's having fights with other people at the time. You know, there's also been multiple times during the season, well, well, there's one time in particular when Meredith is like, Lisa, will you quit screaming at me? 
Well, yeah. I, but I, here's what Meredith doesn't understand. Here's the difference between Meredith screaming and Lisa screaming. Lisa's screaming has been about, Meredith, I want you to understand why you don't need to have conflict with these other people. I want you to understand. Let me explain to you what's really going on so you're not so mad and there's so much conflict. Listen to me. And Meredith just hears yelling. Well, Lisa, Lisa grew up with a bunch of sisters. How else do you get your point across? I'm one of six kids. Right, right. I'm the right. same way. I grew up with a very loud family, so when I'm arguing, I yell. But it's not that I'm yelling. It's just I have to get my point across. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. I am yelling. But Yeah, but it's not a, a yelling of anger. It's yeah. yelling of listen to me, mm-hmm. which has been Lisa's yelling. Because Lisa season. has been so desperate for more attention from Meredith being a friend towards her. But I also feel like Meredith's yelling has been a lot of the same of like, listen to me, you're misunderstanding what I'm thinking. What I, I think it's really you it's know. mostly been sh- first shock for her and just blatant, like she's can't believe what she's hearing, kind of things first. And then she goes back to it and it's like, you guys are not listening to what I'm saying, and this is all ridiculous. No one's listening to anyone, really. No. Meredith is fuming mad, she's not ready to talk anymore. So Lisa leaves Meredith's room, and then all of the ladies who are standing outside of the room scramble like rats. I know. Uh, Heather <laughs> and Jen. And Whitney. And, no, Whitney went back to the kitchen. Remember? She went back to the kitchen, and that's and with Jenny. So they're the only, like, good children right now. But, like, Heather and Jen, that's totally like what me and my sister Kitty, when somebody was getting in, a, in trouble at the home, we'd all be, like, sneaking up to the door to hear them get yelled at. And then as soon as we hear it's over, we scatter. Is it the best position to be in? Absolutely not. Jenny joins the conversation, and Mary doesn't want anything to do with whatever Jenny has to say. I was... I was like, are you serious, Mary? But then I'm like, oh, it's Mary. Of course. She's Heather's like so blatantly rude. Yeah, but Heather's like, why are you this way with Jenny in particular? And Mary just doesn't care about Jenny. She only, she only cares about things that matter. And you will accept it. What a great pastor. Deal with it. I want to go to that church. You know what? When I want to get beaten down emotionally... That's the love of God right there. <laughs> Let's pray. It's Honestly, though, I haven't seen a single thing of Mary that's been any one of... Even for a regular human to be good. <laughs> Not just a pastor or, or whatever the hell she is. <laughs> yeah. So Meredith marches out to the kitchen just to clear up who has been speculating that she made up a memorial service to miss the trip. And Whitney's like, no, we didn't say that you did. We just said, like, if you did, that would be really effed up. And if I was Meredith, I'd be like, okay, it was Whitney. (laughs) (laughs) When actually it was Jenny. Oh, yeah, it was at that car ride. She's the one. But do we even know that's true? Yeah. And Whitney ran with it. Yeah. So, finally, they get to a point where there's just really nothing left that can be said, I think. And so they agreed to just put it all to bed. We've all had enough. Let's go have some fun. We're going to connect with nature, and we're going to honor the mothers within all of us. I honestly think everyone just needed to scream for two days. Yeah, <laughs> 12 hours or however long they were there for. That's 60 minutes twice. But yeah. I think they needed to all let everything off their chest. Yeah. I mean, Meredith in particular has been screaming through this whole episode. And but she hasn't she's been, been sleeping. But she's also been attacked about by something. Every, by everything from every angle. Yeah. yeah. Evie, even Jenny had something to say to her about the Slanted Eyes comment, how yeah. she didn't say anything to Meredith. I mean, every, yeah. It's Meredith every has really been under attack. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It is over the top, unfair, aggressive. So Heather has two big announcements. 
Two good news. Meredith and Mary are going to go hiking with them. And Heather found Lisa's fingernail. Cracked in half. (laughs) Dang. Lisa's so excited about it, but I guess you can glue it back on even if it's cracked in half. And plus, it looks looks bad if you're missing a nail. (laughs) Talk to Jen Shaw. (laughs) Jen Shaw don't care. (laughs) Can you believe that Mary is not only going on this hiking trip, but doesn't complain even one time? And is actually fun. I'm just in the moment. I feel it. (laughs) I feel a cleansing. I feel a type of surge of exercise that got my blood flowing. I didn't expect it. I was like, here we go. Outdoors thing. But why was she so pissy about walking up a snow mountain to go go snow tubing? Well, because she grew up hiking, obviously. She didn't grow up on snow tubing, I guess. Even though she grew up in Utah. Pick... Pick your fights with Mary, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, the Zion Re- Resort coordinator, greets them and turns them over to Robert and Micah, who are going to take them off-roading and hiking. In those cool little four-wheeler, like, mini vehicles. Yeah, they for, like, razors or something. I've been on them a couple times. They're fun. It looks like a fun ride. It looks like a fun and bumpy ride in particular. Oh, here. they go so fast, and they could go over any terrain, and it's honestly not that bumpy. Oh, They're well. really good. Uh, next is the hike in the canyon. They all rappel down the first rock and they get so excited. I was surprised how everyone was so excited about rappelling down. Because normally it is intimidating, especially to fall back. Yeah. Um, because I've done that before. So Me too. I know I'm the, I'm the way certified. Were you the one coming down or were you the one I'm at the, the bottom? I'm the holding? one holding. Yeah. yeah. But I've also I've done it, I've done both. Hmm. I've done both. I feel bad for that belay because you're like six foot four, like pure yeah, muscle. Yeah, and it was, like, that uh, a, it, was, uh, it was a climbing wall too. It wasn't out in nature. <laughs> you fall and I would just go, <laughs> just like fly up in the air. Listen, I lied about my weight on all of the intake forms. Is that going to be a problem? <laughs> yeah, Mary's not the best at this. Even though she claims to have done it growing up, she's not the best at uh, scaling the repelling. walls. Repelling. Yeah, repelling. So it was a really nice trip out hiking in Zion, but I did not appreciate the shot of Heather's nipples. I, don't, I just don't want to look at Heather's nipples. I just don't want to look at it. Just cover it up. Put some covers. They have covers. Not because I didn't want to see them, but I thought it was just rude. They were very prominent. I don't think that they needed to show that. I'm sure Heather was embarrassed I by it. I think they only showed that one clip because it's the only clip that I saw. Yeah, they only show it for a second, but I'm sure Heather was humiliated by it, and I felt. Oh, I hope it. not. I hope not. Your body's beautiful. I don't oh, care no, what I... nipples are hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, she is Heather is pretty modest. Despite she can talk a good game. But she's real modest. So I just kind of felt bad for her that they probably... Well, she's just starting her life right now. Wait five more years, she's going to have nipple tassels on. (laughs) Hell yeah, Heather. (laughs) I hope so. I hope I'm there to see it. Um, So they arrive back home after dark. They're all exhausted. Oh my God, wouldn't she be starving? Oh yeah, absolutely. When they came back, I was so starving. I don't know why. I was just starving. Well, they're tired. Their shoes are full of dirt. And, you know... I love that Whitney says what you say to me all the time. How are we going to rally? We have to rally. It's up to us. 
We have to rally. Let's rally. We gotta we rally. We have to rally. You don't have a choice. We've had a rally so many times in our life. Oh my god, a thousand times. And sometimes those rally nights are kind of end up being our funnest. Oh my gosh, for sure. Because we're delirious. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so Whitney and Jen go around to everyone's room, tells them it's they gotta dress to impress. They're going to Club Zion. And let's toast to Club Zion. May we all turn up. I hope I'm not the only person out there that thought Club Zion was real. Well, until they went downstairs. Right. And, well, <laughs> At the very beginning, I was like, oh, they're going out to a club? Okay. Like, when Whitney's like, I'm going to go call a bouncer and see if uh, Oliver and Anderson are on this. So I'm like, dang, really? Club Zion is popping that hard? And then she's like, come down in 45 minutes. I'm like, 45, 45 seconds. seconds. I'm like, what? Oh, oh what? <laughs> um, you know, I love me some Jen Shaw, but I don't like her having glam there. 100% I have glam with me. I mean, I'm not going to Zion's National Park without glam. You're welcome, everybody. I don't know. Unless she's not paying for it. I have a question about glam. What? So a lot of these times the women have to travel for glam and travel and stuff. So does that mean you have to get hotels for your glam squad as long as you're there? And what do they do for the rest of the day? Well, uh, that's where I was going. I don't know who's paying for it, first of all. So that could that's have gotta something be determined. A, that's got to be like $1,000 a day, maybe? I mean, Erica Jane was paying for her glam squad, paying for their travel, paying for their lodging, and paying for their salary. Well, that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm like I saying. Don't, well, how does glam squads work? I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming it's not the same everywhere I you go. I honestly think that on our Facebook page, we have a couple of people from glam, from some of the housewives. So, ladies, if you want to, like... Or or gentlemen that are part of the glam squads, if you want to DM us and let us know what the like pay thing is, like how all that works, that'd be awesome. Well, what I care about is who is paying for this because Jen's <laughs> mother mortgaged her life. Oh, you just hurt me. <laughs> That's so true. Oh, because of, oh, don't bring that up. That makes me so sad. <laughs> yeah, that's where I was going with that. Because the whole what's going to happen to her mom if she loses this case? Yeah, so I, I, I mean, I want to know. I mean, maybe Bravo paid for it. Maybe a friend paid for it. I don't, I don't know, know. But if I owed, like, what, a million, half million, two million, any kind of part of a million on bail, like, I would not be spending money on things. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I... But you know what? Thank you, Jen. You look great. Yeah, she looks great. She looks great. And I love me some Jen Shaw, and hopefully there's a reasonable explanation for it. But I don't like singing it. Yeah. I know I need to be a better person all around. I love Lisa's olive green jumpsuit. Oh, I love that Beautiful. olive Beautiful. <sighs> Jenny looks really cute in that sequin cocktail dress. Meredith is wearing more feathers. Come on, man. When when, oh, I forgot to say this. When I wrote down, like... Whitney and Jen are going around getting everybody hyped up for clubs on, and they're like, dressed to impress. I wanted to be like, no goddamn ostrich feathers. Well, Meredith wouldn't have gotten the message anyway. Mm. Meredith can't not wear more feathers. Um, You know, Whitney has been defaulting to a black cocktail dress a lot this season. Have you noticed? Whitney has? Yeah, she wore a black cocktail dress to Club Zion. She wore a black cocktail dress to something earlier in the season to um, Seth's party. Oh, yeah. Which um, I'm surprised. I mean, she looks gorgeous. This this season has been kind of uncolorful. No, for oh, Whitney. no, actually, no. Because well, for Whitney's dresses. For Whitney's dresses, because uh, Meredith has been no, all Whitney's over the dress has been black. Uh, Meredith is in a great mood. Hiking must have really done her good. That's why this group does actually work, even with the fighting, even with the drama, even with the craziness. We can have a good time, at least for a night. 
You know? Mm-hmm. Um, Lisa apologizes to Whitney and Heather, explaining that she didn't mean to stir anything up with Meredith. She also apologized to Meredith for getting her stirred up. Mm-hmm. Lisa invites everyone to a Vita event. And Mary's like, tonight? <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> Lord, help me. I can't do it. I would be the same way. I'm like, tonight? <laughs> no, but it's not tonight. It's going to be a cool, like, 80s vibe. And Whitney would like a style guide so she doesn't show up in a gangster costume. Whitney and Heather are just excited they're invited. We're finally getting invited to a Vita event. And I know. Hopefully soon the Real House Bears will get invited to some Vita tequila parties. Yes. Maybe. <laughs> And then Jen Shaw comes down, and let me tell you what, the glam paid off. Oh, yeah, she looks Her great. hair and makeup and her eyelashes. I didn't look at her nails. Did her nails get fixed? I, d- I didn't look at that. <laughs> and then, out of nowhere, Mary apologizes to Jenny. But... It, 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 I didn't even see a prompt for it. It, it, <laughs> it was kind of a weird apology, because she apologized for saying that she doesn't matter because Mary closes people out who are rude to her. And it could have been anybody. <laughs> I'm just like, well... <laughs> okay, thanks for oh, the apology. Oh, I didn't hear her say rude to her. I thought she said like something along the lines of when I meet someone. No, she says she closes people out who are rude to her. <laughs> and <laughs> it could have been anybody. Well, you know, for Mary, it was a nice apology. Oh, gosh. <laughs> for Mary, it was quite a nice apology, I, wouldn't you say? I, I mean, I... For Mary. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. So, Ginny is just going to accept her apology because Ginny has anger issues. Are you upset still? This is disturbing. You know, another bad week for Ginny. Yeah. Because this... not only do we find out she's a racist, but she's also... Violent. Yeah, domestic (laughs) violence. How hard and what do you throw at somebody to break their rib cage? To break a rib? Did she throw a bat at him? Because that takes a lot of force from just throwing something. So yeah, Jenny didn't stand a chance this week. This was rough, Jenny. I I didn't care for this part. I, I, it made me, it made me uncomfortable. That made me very uncomfortable. That yeah, made everyone uncomfortable. Yeah. But she learned to forgive and let go in anger management. So I guess we'll try to do the same. Well, thank God. I imagine if Jenny didn't go through anger management at the beginning of this. Of this Yikes. Season. And remember I, when she was talking about, I grew up in South California. I take off my earrings. And yeah. Blah, and a lot of people are like, oh, no way. Jenny, she's blah, blah, blah. There's no way. And I'm like. She grew up yeah. with a hard life. She came to the United States not knowing anybody or anything. Yeah, so the she, fact that she's scrappy is, shouldn't be a surprise. So, yeah, hell no. I, sh- no. I bet you she's gotten in fist fights in her oh, life. Oh, yeah, as 100%. A kid. Well, probably with Dewey oh as an adult, the oh way it sounds God. before like, she went through like anger that. I don't like it either. <laughs> well, Whitney went and checked with the bouncer so everyone can get in. <laughs> and they do turn it up. They do. They rally hardcore. Thank God for that pole. Yeah, the downstairs has like all kinds of cool lights, the stripper pole, lots of Vita tequila. Heather only likes to go to the club to meet men, though. I don't want to dance on a pole unless I'm going to get laid at the end of the night. <laughs> 
you know, did you see her on the couch? She's like, what is this? <laughs> but you know, we were just had a conversation with our friend the other day about the difference of going to a gay bar as a single person versus going to a gay bar as someone in a relationship. Mm. When you go and you're single, a gay bar is all about the flirt and the game and the oppor- Yes, absolutely. When you go there with as a, a, couple, a monogamous couple, then it's really just to go be with your friends and to sightsee. And basically, all you're doing the whole time is telling people, "Sorry, I'm married." You know, right. <laughs> "Sorry, I'm married." Sorry, I'm married. Sorry. Especially Just, at yeah. gay bars. Ooh. No, don't ask my husband if you can hook up with me. <laughs> <laughs> no. Not that's happened. Oh, <laughs> a bunch, I just got an offer on Instagram the other day asking if we want to hook up, and I'm like, no, we're monogamous. And he's like, oh, well, if you guys ever think about it, enjoy. It had add me, and I'm like, I, I've never talked to you. <laughs> So I was like, okay, Heather, I got you there. I got you. But everyone gets along. Everyone has a great time. Barlow does the splits and pulls a groin muscle practically. Mary hasn't been a grouch or mean the whole night. She's have everyone. I'm has blown fun. away. She, but Mary doesn't make it to the hot tub, I don't think. She makes it out for a little bit of the night, but you know, that's... It looks like maybe even Jenny doesn't make it to the hot tub. I didn't catch that, because they um, mentioned the next morning, why weren't you up with blah, 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 I don't think... I don't why didn't think... you stay up with me, I think, yeah, I think Meredith Mar- said. I think Jenny and Mary did not make it to the hot tub, but those trifle bowls did. <laughs> They are enormous. <laughs> they bring those big trifle bowls for their wine glasses. Whitney's got her breasts out. Science club really turned up. <laughs> you get those breasts? I mean, you've already been complimented by other people's husbands on this show. You might as well throw those babies out there. And then the last time, Mark, they show us is at 3.15 a.m. And according to Jen, then a little bit later, they were up until like 5.30. <laughs> I did, did you see, catch that one part where um, they're in the hot tub? <laughs> and Whitney sits up and she's like, Meredith, you like my Yeah, breasts? yes. <laughs> I, I when are Meredith or when are Whitney and Justin going to hook up with Meredith and Seth? I wonder. Uh, <laughs> Send me the video. Do it. So if they didn't go to bed till five thirty, they woke up at nine thirty. I mean, even when when Meredith wakes up next to Lisa, I was like, "What?" And brushing like... her face with that giant makeup. <laughs> I didn't know they made makeup brushes that big. Oh, I thought it was like a like some kind of like prop or something like that sitting on someone's counter or something. I don't know. I, you know, I just I don't know. Assume, it looked like a mega brush. I just assumed that it was is a, a giant huge me- mega brush. I, I, it's yeah. like a body brush. I mean, I didn't know what else it could be. <laughs> so yeah, Lisa's in her bed. Jen and Whitney are in the other bed. Whitney's like, guys, it's not time yet. Yeah, she's like, y'all go to bed. Here, <laughs> take these caterpillars. Oh, I mean, Jen's eyelashes. <laughs> they're they are everywhere and they're huge. They are huge. I mean, I bet she's stacks them i had no idea people stacked yeah. eyelashes I, yeah. i've worn eyelash big eyelashes one time just one pair i couldn't open my eyes i know imagine i get multiple, so tired imagine I'm like, multiple eyelashes oh uh, no i would fall asleep standing there <laughs> because my eyes would be pressured low pressured down well even though everyone's in lisa's room she's even and she doesn't like to share as an adult remember that <laughs> listen Girl, I understand you. I'm the youngest of five children. We don't share. I don't have to share everything with everybody. But at least no one's fighting. So, hey, share my bed. (laughs) And then they go out for breakfast. And can you believe that Lisa is eating Kit Kats for breakfast? That bitch. 
man. So (laughs) tiny. I don't get it. And she eats nothing but sugar and carbs and Well, I guess eating eating candy first thing in the morning is the best thing because you're going to burn it off for the rest of the day. Okay, okay. I'm going to start eating Kit Kats for breakfast. I'm in. Thank you, Lisa. I'm in. Thank you for allowing that to happen. Thank you. Lessons from Lisa. I will send you my dentist bills. Diet bill. Diet. (laughs) Diet. Bits from Lisa. <laughs> Diet tips from Lisa. <laughs> drive through dieting tips with Lisa. I love that. Again, you know, though, I bet she has super small portions. Uh, I don't know what she does, but she, she probably had two, so... like, mini Kit Kats for breakfast, and then she had a fish taco from Del Taco for lunch, but only she... one. But the fact that she doesn't work out and stuff either, I'm like, girl, you got a great body. I say she just eats she looks so little. Fit, and she moves constantly. I yeah. bet she there's not a moment where she's not standing up and walking yeah, around. Yeah, I would say that's the secret to her success, is being in constant motion and eating very small portions. <laughs> when Mary wakes up and walks down there, she's like... What are y'all doing up? Right. Like, y'all were up all night. You guys were up all night, and it's like 9 a.m. <laughs> um, you know, one thing that I neglected to mention about Mary, though, I love her using her natural hair. Oh, I, w- I wanted to say that, too. I love it when she's a natural looking. Me, too. A little makeup, just her hair. I think she's so pretty. Yeah, I agree. Well, thank you all so much for a wild week. I'm so glad that we had a little bit of levity this week because it's all of this stress has been exhausting me. This is the best girls trip ever. Yeah. And I like to see them fun and have a great time. Me too. Like, I love the drama, but this has been like a couple episodes of like kind of the same and Salt Lake City and it keeps dropping more bombs yes and Salt Lake City has just been non-stop drama and they haven't like you know we said at the beginning of the season Heather told us that Jen Shaw's situation is the least part of the season yeah. and she was and right I was because I, I was like We're what barely... other things could they be doing right now besides the Jen Shaw case <laughs> Mary's Heather cults, was not lying Mary's uh, Cameron, uh, Lisa, Meredith, I mean, everybody. It's just intense. It has been really intense. But you know what hasn't been intense? What's that? Waiting to see if we got new reviews on Apple Podcasts each week because y'all have been serving. Look at you segueing again. I told you, Segway King right here coming up. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us all about it, stud. Um, so we actually have two brand new reviews on Apple Podcasts. And they're great reviews, And, too. yeah, they are really, really good reviews. Um, so, I would like to, first off, Great Find with Reality Listener. I love it. Thank you so much, Reality Listener. I'm so glad that you found us. Yeah, Welcome. And welcome to be famous, to being famous right now. Yeah, Be careful going to the grocery stores now. Wear sunglasses, like a hat, and a cute hat or something, you know, mm-hmm. cover up a lot because you're our famous millions now. millions of listeners. Y- y'all are famous. Love you. Um, and our second one is Colleen Murr. Love you. C-O-L-L-E-E-N-M-U-R. Housewives Whisperers. Yes, ma'am, we are. Now, is that the one that found us through Heather Gay's podcast, through yes. Little Lab? So, this one found us through Heather Gay's podcast. Which reminds me, we, we gave you all um, uh, a task earlier in this season. That the episode where we were on Live Love Lab, the podcast with Heather Gay and Dre Rob, 
mm-hmm. Robinson, but Dre Robbins were social media, um, that the episode that we were on was their second most played episode. So we gave you the task of going and checking out the Live Love Lab podcast and especially listening to our episode. So... Yeah. Get us to be the most highly played episode and also just check out Live Love Lab podcast. It's good for your soul and it's like hanging out with your two best girlfriends. Yeah, I really enjoy that podcast. So thank you, C. Colleen Murr. Um, and also to Reality Listener, we really appreciate your support and thank you so much. I don't have to threaten anybody. I mean, this whole honey and vinegar kind of thing is really working for me. Mm-hmm. 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 So I'm going to give some more honey. And I'm going to say thank you. Thanks, honey. Thanks, honey. Well, I would also like to ask if you would be so kind as to follow us on our social media. On Facebook and Instagram, we are The Real House Bears. On Twitter, we are Real House Bears. And you can email us at therealhousebears at gmail.com. You can also find us on YouTube. And, of course, you can listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast. We're everywhere. Wherever you're listening right now. Well, I mean, right now, wherever you're listening. <laughs> but if you are on Apple Podcasts right now, after this episode, scroll down on our page, give us a five-star review or rating, and then give us a cute little review, and you will be just as famous as all how many other people do we have on here? 67 ratings. Oh, 67, 67 people. That's yeah. awesome. And you know what? Maybe we should go back all the way to the very first ones and just start saying their names all over again. We probably we, should. We never made them famous, and they were our first supporters. Yeah, we need Man. to do that. We need to do that. <laughs> all right. Thank you all so much for listening. Have a great week. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. Are you ready for a sound check? It's on. Oh. <laughs> I was fixing my heart for you the sound check. You was primping in the camera. Sound check. <laughs> <laughs>